Welcome to The Psychology of Success. I'm Caden Terry, and each week I help young hustlers actualize their infinite potential by featuring interviews with world-class leaders in business, sports, and health. Now let's get into The Psychology of Success. Today, we're excited to introduce you to Summit Athletic Club, a premier fitness facility located in the heart of St. George, Utah. Summit Athletic Club is not your typical gym. With state-of-the-art equipment, a wide range of classes and amenities, it's a place where you can not only achieve your fitness goals, but also unwind after a long day. For Psychology of Success listeners, Summit Athletic Club is offering a special. Instead of the normal $100 sign-up fee, tell them that I sent you, and they will drop the price down to $25. I want to thank Summit Athletic Club for being a sponsor of the Psychology of Success. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a special guest, Matt Blanchard. A little bit of background on Matt. So I actually found out about him through the Real Business Owners. I saw his interview and it was just so inspiring. And so a little bit of background on Matt. He grew up in Salt Lake City and he's always loved outdoors, camping, fishing, and sports, like wrestling, football, and golf. And on January of 2006, Matt was involved in an auto accident, leaving him paralyzed below the waist. Today, Matt is still an avid sports fan. He still golfs, wrestles, and plays many other sports. He just does it a little different. Here, he is here today to talk about some of the decisions he has made in the past and the challenges associated with those decisions. And dude, I'm so pumped to get into it today. Me too. Me too. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the pod. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Thanks. We're going to rock it today. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, because I remember, dude, I just, I saw your content. It just like came up randomly on our social media. I was like, who is this dude? He's firing (laughs) me up early in the morning. I see you just making these inspirational videos. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, the listeners, check it out. Yeah, go yeah. go go to Maddie Blanche three on IG, or you you'll see my crazy stuff. Totally, man. Yeah. And so you have an incredible story. So let, let's let's start with that. Give us a little bit of background on you and kind of how you got to where you are today. All right. So you know when growing up, a lot like you, I I was a big strong guy, and with that came a lot of arrogance and a lot of pride, um, and you know. I was the one that raised, I, I, I made all the money. Mama stayed at home. She was uh, there to rear the kids. And so very chauvinistic. Uh-huh. Here in St. George, Utah? Yeah. Where you grew yeah. Up? Cool. So I grew up in Salt Lake, moved down here in 05. Yeah, 5 5 of 05. I remember okay. that. Cinco de Mayo. And then January 6th of 2006, I, I got in a car accident. A single car going up in the snow, rolled my car three times, um, wasn't wearing my seatbelt was told to put my seatbelt on three times that morning and three times I said no and I gave all the reasons why I didn't need to wear my seatbelt you know I'm a big strong guy yeah totally. I just ran the St. George Marathon um well, who you know, were you riding with who was Tony oh yeah my buddy well he's still my buddy uh one of my one of my employees Brett Dastrup Brett love you I mean you'd be listening to this bro and uh anyway rolled my truck three times and when the truck stopped everything was black I couldn't see anything, and, and Brett was buckled in in the passenger seat. And I realized the reason why I couldn't see anything is that my hips were now covering my face. And I'd, I'd lit my back had gone into the spinal. I mean, oh sorry, gosh. into the steering column, and I'd literally snapped myself right into. And I remember uh, I'd look up over my head, and I grab my knees and pull them back down to the floorboards. Now I'm sitting on Brett's lap, and my back's against the passenger door because the truck's on its side. And uh, I knew it right away that I was paralyzed. You know, you, Brett, 
I could hear the phone ringing and vibrating in my pocket, but I couldn't feel mm-hmm. the vibration. And uh, Brett held me in that truck for two hours till emergency crews came down and cut us out with the jaws of life. And so I was life flighted to LDS Hospital in Salt Lake, MRI, CTs, all that kind of fun stuff. And I suffered a T12 compression burst. So there was so much pressure on my vertebrae mm-hmm. that it grenaded in my back. And a piece of the bone went into my spinal cord enough to lose everything at 30 years old. And, and think about that for a minute. So how old are you, bro? 20. 20. Yeah. Here you go. You got 10 years left with those legs. That's it. Mm. And then the rest of your life, you can't use them. So with that said, what are you going to do different with those things in the next 10 years? That's, that's facts. You got 10 years left, bro. And then you're paralyzed for the rest of your life. That's a crazy perspective to think about. Yeah. Holy cow. Right. It gives me chills. It's like, yeah. Not taking any moment for granted. You know what I mean? We talk about that all the time on the podcast. It's like each day is a literal gift and everything we have is a gift. Amen. So do not take it for granted. I love that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you got one life and uh, take chances, do do fun things, but listen, I'm in a wheelchair because of pride and arrogance. That's why I'm in a wheelchair. Um. Yeah, Brett, Brett had told me three times to put that belt on, and three times I said no, because I didn't like being told what to do, and um, yeah, it cost me my legs. I'll say this, though. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. The best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I went through two surgeries. My back's now held together with 12 titanium screws, two rods that run the full length of my back, um, a plate and a basket. And uh, I remember laying there in ICU, and all I wanted to do was sit up. And when they cut me out of the truck, they put me on a gurney and strapped me down and put me in the helicopter to life flight me. And as I looked down at my body in ICU, I couldn't sit up. And, and on my right hand, there was electrodes and tubes coming out of my arm. And, but on my left hand, it was free. So I reached down to grab my left quad because as the gold to pull myself up and I couldn't feel the touch of my own hand Mm -hmm. and right there at 30 I just started crying and I wanted to die I did not want to live a life in a wheelchair I didn't want to live a life of paralysis if I couldn't run marathons if I couldn't uh, all the things I couldn't you know started going through my head and, uh, you know, being six foot two, 215 pounds, um, I thought I was invincible. I really did. I didn't, I didn't think I could get hurt. I really, truly, truly didn't think I could get hurt. I was just that big and strong. The reason why I couldn't sit up in ICU is cause I didn't know how to anymore. My, uh, my back would be broken about two inches above my belly button and I didn't know how to sit up. So I had to learn how to sit up again. I had to learn how to roll over. I had to learn how to put my socks on. I had to learn mm. all these things. Going to the bathroom, I go to the bathroom way different today now than I did before. Yeah. Um, showering, getting dressed, all over one decision, bro. 
to not put my seatbelt on mm. out of out of arrogance and pride, thinking that I was invincible. Paralysis happens to other people. No way paralysis happens to me. Mm-mm, not Matt Blanchard. No way. I mean, I see other people that this stuff's happening to, but not me. Mm-hmm. No way. And it got me. It did. It 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 got me. So, um, I I had a physician, so a doctor, and all I wanted to do was walk. Yeah. So every morning, my occupational therapist would come in and ask me a question: What do you want to do today? And I, hey, I want to walk. And he's like, Okay, we'll walk. This is my guy. This is my man. He says, first, I want you to put your socks on. And I chuckled. I'm like, really? My socks? That's what you want me to do? So he throws me a pair of socks. Now, I, I, had, a, I had a brace that went from my hips just under my collarbones so that I didn't screw up all those rods and screws and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm looking down at my feet, and my legs are so rubbery, so heavy, non-responsive, really cold. Like, the blood circulation is really cold. Mm-hmm. And so I started pulling at my leg and my pants and I couldn't get, I couldn't get my socks on, man. So 40 minutes, 40 minutes goes by and Casey comes back into the room. And says, hey, yo, Matt, it doesn't look like you got a whole lot accomplished. I thought you want to walk, you know, I'm like, really, dude, really? <laughs> that's brutal. That, saying that, like the, Yeah. But that, that's the kind of person I am. You that, can take that. It oh, doesn't bro. Matter. Oh yeah. That, that just motivates me. Right. You tell me something I can't do. Bet. Mm. Bet. I don't do that bet um so he asks me matt do you want help you know and i was pissed i i was sweating um no socks 40 minutes used up every cuss word i knew and uh, i said no i don't want help who needs help getting their socks on man everybody needs help getting their socks on everybody so he, he starts to leave the room and he throws me a lasso type thing, like literally it has a loop on one end, a loop on the other end. And I realize he wants me to fish for a foot that I can't see. I can't, and I've t- spent the last 40 mm-hmm. minutes trying to get to. So I, I spend the next 20 trying to rope either foot and I, I can't freaking do it. So I start making up cuss words, right? You want to hear the mother of all cuss words? <laughs> here it is right here. Shish kabibble. That's shish the one. Ka- oh, bro. Shish kabibble. That's the mother. That's the mother. So whatever the mother was, shish kabibble. That, <laughs> trump, it that trumps it. <laughs> so anyway, finally, after an hour, no socks on, exhausted uh-huh. and sweaty. Like there was an outline of my sweat on the bed. And, um, I finally roped my right foot. And I'm so far gone mentally at this point. I start having a conversation with my right foot. I'm just like, really? <laughs> I mean, really? We're an hour into this? Really? And anyway, I put my sock on, throw it back down to the end of the bed and uh, say a say a prayer. God, God listens even if you cuss, right? Mm-hmm. And I rope that left foot first time, first time. And I pull that foot up to me. Now, listen, I'm gonzo still, right? So I start having a conversation with that foot. I'm like, good job. And I'm petting it and doing, hey, let's go. So hour and five minutes, two socks on. And Casey comes walking into the room. He'd been watching the whole time. Let's go. He's like, hey, Matt, you got your socks on. Yeah, right on. Let's go walk. Bro, I didn't have anything left. Yeah. I was like, hey, listen, I got my socks on, Casey. We're going to have to chill. So I've got a goal of walking. And we all have goals, whatever that goal might be. 
bro, you might be the best podcaster on the planet. Maybe you, you, you beat Joe Rogan. You beat, I mean, if that's your goal. So goals are something that you don't know exactly how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to speak at Madison Square Garden. I'm, I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't even know how that's going to happen, but that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's other things in my life called non-negotiables. So I've okay. got goals and I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but that's the fun of it. Figuring out how you're going to get to your goal. So how do you write out your goals? Is it just like a long term, just I'm going to speak or is it, you don't like to break it down I, as much? Or I love it. Affirmations bro. or. Oh man, please tell me I, I don't have it. It's in my truck. I have a goal card. Okay. And it's aluminum uh, and an aluminum card. Yeah. I'll show you the next time you take a picture of it. Um, but in my goal card that I carry around with me, all the time, 24-7, it, it states my purpose, what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm going, where I want to go, and what's going to happen. And I read this goal card every single day. So good. Bro. Where did you get that? Think and Grow Rich? It did. talks about that. Hell uh-huh. yes. Think yep. and Grow Rich. So good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. good. So good. It's so powerful how you can just train your subconscious mind. If you can repeatedly tell yourself these things, like oh. you slowly start to become it. You bet. Right? You don't need to worry about the details because it just kind of falls into place. It's wild. So think about it. Anybody who's listening right now. So your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your future. So if you're sitting around thinking, oh, I'm worthless. Yeah. The, the universe only knows how to say yes. Okay. It'll never say no to you ever. Mm-hmm. The universe only knows how to say yes. So if you say I'm a piece of shit, yeah. I'm the best dad on the planet, which I am. Yes. I'm a badass. Yes. I'm going to walk again. Yes. So I rid myself of all negative criticizing thoughts. It took me a minute. Mm-hmm. And all negative criticizing people. So everybody who's listening right now and you're depressed and you're alone and you're, it's because what you're, that's what you're thinking of. That's, that is a fact. So can, take control of your thoughts. Where, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? You haven't reached your potential. You haven't yet reached your potential yet, but you're on your way and go get it and fail. That that's, people are so scared to fail, man. Mm-hmm. So with you, how many times you failed with, with this podcast stuff and you've just learned <laughs> plenty, man, right? If you go to, if the listeners go to the first season, it's a joke because I just use literally my phone and the last guy I had on the podcast, I recorded it with my phone. Uh, so I interviewed him like two years ago, did it with my phone, completely lost all the audio. And I told him, man, I'm so sorry. Then I left on my mission, just got back like three months ago and had him on again. And so there's a perfect example. Completely filled the entire episode. Gone. Oh, bro. Yeah. Happens all the time. Oh, but uh, so I'm a motivational speaker now. That's what I do for a living. Uh-huh. Um, I work here as well. I don't know if you knew that. Uh-uh. Uh, but I teach anatomy. Oh, they, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. So, but when I speak, I have video of the first time I spoke. It's a train wreck, man. I don't move. I use no hand gestures. I just. I just but you're da, doing da. it, man. You're in the arena. Oh, bro. Now I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I, I've, I, I speak everywhere. I do. I, I speak everywhere. You want me to come speak for you? Hey, reach out. Um, that's what I do. I inspire and motivate. And there's no question when she, 
Once you get around me, you're going to oh, be inspired. Absolutely. You're going yeah. to be motivated. No, it's crazy because when I walked into the studio today, Matt actually, he beat me while I was looking for it and you were already in here. <laughs> and I come into the room and it was just full of so much energy. He was talking to everyone and just being friendly. And I can tell that is ingrained into you to inspire. In fact, you have it on your wrist. I do. The, the, I noticed the bracelet. It says, I inspire. Yes, sir. Right? It says, so it says dig, in, dig in, dig deep, and get it done. And then I inspire. So what, what do those words mean to you? Mm -hmm. why, do, why do you wear them? So there's a, during therapy, oh, I'll backtrack just a touch. So I finally got to where I could put my socks and, and sweatpants on in like 17 minutes instead of an hour. And this particular morning, Casey my, comes in, my occupational therapist. Hey, you, what do you want to do? I want to walk. But he has my doctor with him. And this doctor looks at me straight in the eye. He's like, Matt, listen. You've suffered a very severe spinal cord injury. It would be a waste of my staff's time and a waste of your energy to focus on walking. Become mm -hmm. independent in a wheelchair. It's impossible for a T12 complete spinal cord injury to walk. It's impossible. So I rid myself of that guy because we've all been labeled something. And it's, it, we get to decide the labels we wear. He said I wasn't gonna walk. I'm gonna walk. I have walked, I do walk, and we'll get to another crazy story after that. I don't even, I, do, you, do you know the other crazy story? The other accident? Yeah, the second we'll accident. We'll get into it, okay. absolutely. So, so I surrounded myself with people who thought maybe, with the right attitude and the right effort, maybe Matt could walk again. And we went to work, bro, every day, seven days a week, no days off. So, so, Hey, you want to be, you want to be a business. You, you want, you want your business to grow. You want to start a business, get rid of all the negative people. You got to, you, you've got to, it's important to have haters because you don't have haters. You're not doing something right. That's the truth. But the haters don't got to be in your circle. Don't let the haters be in your circle. So if you, your circle is, if you can't share your goals and be like, yo, this is what I do. This is what I am. This is what I'm going to be. And you and the people around you are like, yeah, I believe you, Caden. Let's go. How can I help? Mm. That's me. Yeah. That that's me and you. Like that's, that's I, I'm gonna do powerful. everything in my power to get you going further. And and mm. bet. It, whereas if I have people who are like, you're paralyzed, man. Why are you even gonna try to walk? Just stay in your wheelchair. It's easier. It is easier. You know. Um, anyway, so this doctor says. It's impossible to walk, Matt. It's impossible. Well, the five-minute mile was impossible until somebody did it. Yeah. Mount Everest. Anybody who ever tried to climb Mount Everest died. Died. It was impossible. And now how many people have summited yeah. Mount Everest? I was told it was impossible to walk. I get to decide. Not anybody else. So... What's impossible in your lives? Go get it. You decide. And the moment you you think it's impossible, that's when it becomes impossible. Not before. Not before. Mm -hmm. So get your goals. Surround yourself with people who believe in those goals and that can move you forward. You don't have time for your deadweight friends. You, you just don't. Um, if you've got places to go, don't drag them along. Um, you'll outgrow them. You, I've outgrown a lot of people. Um, and I've, and I have, my doors have been opened up. Some of them have closed, but 
thousands of open. Yeah. So every every time in therapy, coming down here, there's a therapist named Scott Gillespie. Scotty, I love you. Scotty, I hope you're listening. And every time in therapy, when I'm pushing this broken body to do things that that medical cannot explain, I would think of that physician that told me this is impossible. And I get so pissed off, man. So good. And I would just go a little bit more. That's why you need. That's why you need haters, man. That's mm-hmm. why you need you, fuel. Yep. So I got to the point where I could walk with forearm crutches anywhere. Put my wheelchair away. Didn't wasn't in a wheelchair anymore. Walking with forearm crutches. Uh, walking with one single point cane in my right hand for forty yards. It, that was the best I'd ever done. One freaking cane, bro. Wow. So I drive from St. George up to Salt Lake. Uh-huh. So the dig in, dig deep, get it done. This comes from Scott Gillespie. I've got it tattooed on my side. My wife has it tattooed on her side. My, it's our family motto. Like, there's no excuses. Dig in, dig deep, and get it done. There's, if you didn't succeed, it's because you didn't fail enough. Mm-hmm. And then, then you quit. For, for some reason, you quit after you failed for the 30th time instead of learning and going. So anyway, I, I get up to LDS hospital again, and I walk into this doctor he's retired now i won't use his name but i walk into this doctor's hallway and, and i'm standing in his doorway and he's sitting where you're at Caden. and i'm standing there with my forearm crutches just came up four floors on the elevator from the parking lot and i'm like dr blank you remember me and he's like yeah david blanchard right i'm like yep he's like what can i help you with i'm like you told me i'd never do this and he's like what's that i said you told me i'd never walk and he said, you're not. You're using assisted devices. And he got up from where you're at and walked right by me. And I went right back to my, down to my car. It had been five years at this point, I think. Five years mm-hmm. of grinding seven days a week. And cried, man. Cried and cried and cried. Drove home. Worked harder. Worked harder. So, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use his name. His name's Dr. David Reiser. I love that man there's two sides to every coin. He knew what to say to get the most out of me. And I didn't realize that until later. But that man, talking with other patients, he didn't treat other patients the way he treated me. He knew, all right, this guy needs to be told it's impossible. This guy needs to be told. And he pushed, pushed me without even being present. He pushed me. I love him. Love him because without him, I'm probably in a wheelchair for the rest of my life, which I'm going to be in a wheelchair the rest of my life because of what happened. Uh, for, and that's okay. That's all right. I'm okay with that. I, I'm a. I love who I am. I'm a. I'm a badass man, and I get things done. There's no excuses. You want me on your team because I'm that guy. I am that guy. Um. My network, my, I've surrounded myself with people who believe in me and even those who didn't do now. So grind, grind the, and the joy's in the grind the, totally it, it, you take two people who are just going to walk and you've got one person who, and they're going to walk to the destination and the, the destination is the destination. And the one guy is, who's just so focused on the destination, the guy who enjoys walking is going to destroy the dude that's just waiting for the... He, 
mm-hmm. enjoy the grind, man. Find a way. Find a way. So there's where dig in, dig deep, and get it done comes from. It's from Scott and pushing this body further than science said it could. So good. Yeah. Dude, it fires me up hearing that. That's so sick. So it so it reminds me of a lesson I learned the other day. So it's this whole phrase that I've loved, and it's it starts with, you know, we don't necessarily want to take life for granted, but we want to take life as granted. Mm. And Matt, I see you doing that, right? You're taking, you're, um, you're not a victim right. of your circumstance. You're a victor, right? All these things are happening for you. Amen. Right. And they're, they're granted to you and you have two options, right? You can either crumble and you can break and you can give up. It's already been granted to you. Right. Or you can flip it around, flip that obstacle upside down and use it as fuel to the fire, right? And that's exactly what you're doing. You're taking all these things that God or the universe or whatever you want to call it is granting to you. Yes. And it's making you grow. So, okay, check, check this out, homie. Paralysis is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I hate it with every fiber of my being. Like, people use that word hate and I instantly go to paralysis. Hate is almost tangible. That and it's not such a negative connotation. It it's it's to hate something. You have a very strong relationship with a, whatever that something is. You have mm-hmm. to to hate it. I hate paralysis. I'm so grateful for paralysis. It it allowed me be, to become who I was supposed to be. Mm. So if you've suffered a spinal cord injury. It is, it, that's the door for you to start to becoming who God, the universe, who you're supposed to be yourself. And so don't let yourself down. Don't, don't sit there and pity party. Cause at the end of the day, when I die and I go and meet whoever, maybe me and said, Hey, look, Matt, you, you know, you got in a, you got in a car accident and you, woe was me and life was hard and Oh, hell, you got in another car accident. Oh, woe is me. Life is hard. Now let me show you this guy. This other guy got in a car accident too. But he grinded and, and did things that were impossible. And then he motivated people. Hundreds of thousands of people. He spoke at Madison Square Garden. He, all these things. And I'm like, who's that? That's who you're supposed to be, bro. That's who you're supposed, that's who you're born to be. Paralysis is a gift, man. Straight up, straight up. God came through that door or, or Caden, you touched me and said, yo, Matt, listen, I'll take your paralysis from you right now. And that's just it. You can keep all your memories. You can keep all your friendships. You can keep, hell no. Hell no. I love who I am. I hate paralysis. But would I wouldn't be here today with you without paralysis? I went, I, all the everybody who's listening right now, you wouldn't hear me without paralysis. Paralysis is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Mm. So whatever you're going through, and I, and this is harsh, but true. God forbid I, I lose one of my kids. God forbid. Um, divorce. Your boyfriend breaking up with you. Not being able to find the right girl. Um, st- your studies at school. Not knowing what direction. It's all happening for you. Like you said, bro. Mm-hmm. things happen to victims. 
Things happen for victors. And it's truly just the two sides of the coin, right? Yes, same coin. Yeah, same same freaking coin. You choose. So Mm. if you're an ornery, upset, depressed, nothing ever works out for you, yeah, yep, the universe only will say yes. But if you say, yo, I am a multi-billionaire that affects hundreds of millions of people in a positive way. In fact, every person I come in contact with Every person I come in contact in a positive way. That's what I am. So, you know, I get asked a lot, how are you so positive? Why are you so positive? Why are you so happy? Why are you always, because I'm so always smiling, bro. See, so when I smile, mm-hmm. like the world smiles back at me. The entire world is smiling at me. So I'll be, and as I go through the halls here, up at, I'm at the set building a lot. Well, that's where I live. And if I see in a student, coming down the hallway and they've got their head down, man or woman, I don't care. I will go over and get right in front of them and they'll cross the hall to get the other way and I'll get right in front of them again, <laughs> you know, and until I look and I, I say one thing, I see you because I don't know if that person is going through life thinking, you know what? Nobody even knows I here. I'm here. No one even knows I exist. And now the next time we encounter each other, they know shit. Here he comes, and I'm and and we're and they're thirty yards down the hall. I'm like, yeah, what's see, up? Yeah, yeah I'm like, what's up? Here I come, <laughs> just like this, Caden. That, yeah. That's this is my life right here. Uh-huh. That's why the whole world smiles at me because I smile back, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Same. So if I'm down, I've got my head down, and I'm not looking, making eye contact with anybody, and I'm. That's the other side of that coin. Of course, you're going to feel isolated. What? Get out of your comfort zone. Become comfortable in the uncomfortable. You're growing if you're uncomfortable. If you're comfortable and chilling and your life's not hard and you're on easy street, you got you to you pick up the pace, man. You got to challenge yourself. You got to fail. Mm-hmm. Go out and fail. Fail forward. Fail, like, like you and your podcast. You started on an Apple phone. And now look what you got. And how many times have you failed in between? And you're like, okay, I'm going to do this different now. Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, we're going to do the headphones this time. All right, we're going to do it without the headphones this time. Like, Caden, okay, you're not afraid to fail. I know this. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I'm interested in where you're going and what you want to be and how I can help you get there. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a word called Ubuntu. U-B-U-N-T-U. And what Ubuntu means, it's the essence of being human. So when we're born, we don't know how to be human. Okay? So... Mowgli from the Jungle Book. He's born into a pack of wolves, right? So what does Mowgli think he is? Wolf. A wolf. So here you go, moms and dads. Here you go. Maddie Blanche coming at you. Dads, your sons will treat their wives the way they see you treat your wife. Dads, your little girl will allow her husband to treat her the way you treat your wife. Now, you might be on point right now, which is awesome. Keep doing it. My family wasn't on point. My dad had more. I didn't even meet all my dad's wives. That's, that's facts. My mom's in her third marriage. Miserable. And I wasn't going to be Mowgli, man. I, I, I found my woman. I treat her like a queen because that's what she is. And ladies, listen. You're queens. You're, and you and you need to believe your queens. A lot of a lot of girls don't think they're enough, you know, and they're comparing themselves to 
whoever, Kim Kardashian or whatever. Stop, man. Stop. Like, Kim Kardashian can't be you. If Kim Kardashian tried to be my little girl, she, she, she may come close, but she's going to fail every time. She'll never do it because my little girl is the only perfect Brooklyn. Caden, you could try to be me. I get you another wheelchair, bro. We go roll around. You might be close. You're better looking than me, okay? <laughs> but listen, you're never going to be Matt Blanchard ever. I'm the only perfect Matt Blanchard. Mm-hmm. We're all perfect. Stop trying to be somebody you're not. Look in the mirror and fall, fall in love with the person looking back. I, I am in love with that person. I'm proud of that person. Mm. I'm proud of me, man. So my non-negotiable, so, so these goals to walk, to, I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. My non-negotiables, and I would like everybody to adopt this. Those are things you do every day and it's a non-negotiable. So I plunge in 32 degree water Ooh, every dude, morning. I love that. Every friggin' morning, bro. <laughs> I've gotten on that train. It's incredible. Are you doing it too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, not every morning. You're you're doing it every morning. Every morning. Every morning. Do you have the little setup at your house? I or? do. Oh, dude, I'm and so jealous. It's too easy, man. It's too easy. <laughs> so 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 at first, you know, me and my boys are doing it and everything, and and I I decided I'm gonna plunge every single day, every day. No 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 days off. Brutal. No excuses. So at six in the morning, when that water's 32 degrees, I that voice in my head says, "Hell no! What are you doing? Go back to bed. Yeah, man. go back Come to on. bed." But I don't neg- negotiate with terrorists, man. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Huh. I do what I do. And that's a non-negotiable. Going to the gym every day, non-negotiable. I, I will not miss the gym. I don't eat McDonald's anymore. Dude, give me two McDoubles with Mac sauce on them, a large fry and a Coke. Mm, that's my jam. I haven't had McDonald's, I can't even tell you how long, because it's a non-negotiable. It mm. doesn't serve this vessel. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't take any type of drugs. I don't watch pornography. I read a book for at least 20 minutes every single day. Um, those are my non, those are all of my non-negotiables. So I think I've got seven of them, mm-hmm. seven non-negotiables that I do every day. And that voice in your head, that terrorist in your head saying, ah, no, the gym, it's no, I mean, it's late. Like last night I got done, the, done at the hospital at 10. So I'm at the gym from 1030 to 1130, you know, mm-hmm. but it's a non-negotiable. So what's really important? Like, what, what do you really want to do in life that's tangible right now? Oh, oh one, I don't drink soda either. I, don't, I do not put anything in this thing that doesn't serve it. it hmm. That takes some discipline, man. <laughs> Caden, and when you fulfill that contract with yourself daily, you're proud of yourself mm-hmm. because you did hard things. And, be, and with that pride comes self-confidence and and it just builds whereas you it, it, you break a contract with yourself how the hell are you going to keep a contract with anybody else mm-hmm. so find out what you want in life what's your purpose that's the thing what's your purpose my purpose is to inspire and motivate i know this bluntly i'll never stop i'll never and and can you're Everybody, you're one one away from becoming what you want to be. So you're one interview, maybe this is the one, from just blowing up. You're one, you're, everybody's one away, but maybe 
the one before was was so was, was such a train wreck. You're like, dude, come on, I can't, I'm not just fit to do. I just I've been grinding, grinding, grinding. I can't get the results. Do one more. Do one more. So I compete with myself. That's it. I'm not going to compete with you or my man over here. I'm I'm going to be a better version of me today than I was yesterday. And I kill it in that area. And you do that by doing those non-negotiables every day. Because what I love what you're doing, it's so interesting that you brought up the story of meeting your future self that you could have been. Literally, I was sitting in my car right before this. And I recorded, you'll see on my story as you walk out of here, I said, hey, come on this journey with me. I want you to envision yourself laying on your deathbed. And the person, you see someone walk into the room. And it's this person and they shake your hand and they say, hey, this is you. This is who you could have become. But you didn't practice your non-negotiables every day. You didn't live in accordance to your values. And look at what you missed out on. Right. So that, that is my version of how is meeting that person. And I'm the same way. I have a list of non-negotiables that I do each morning. And when I'm doing those, I feel on. And I feel like I'm connected with that higher self, that higher potential that we all have within us. That's the whole point of the podcast is, helping young hustlers actualize their infinite potential that they already have inside of them. We're just trying to connect with them. And the way we do is those non-negotiables every day, but start, love that story, dude. Yeah. Start the, with the relationship with yourself. Like, and, and Caden, I don't even know if you know how powerful it, those words are. The, the, the reaching your full, full unlimited, unlimited, right? Is uh, that, is infinite that, potential. Infinite potential. Uh -huh. There it is. Actualizing right now your infinite potential because we all have it, who we can become today. And then over time, it becomes that infinite potential that we have within us, right? Guaranteed, bro. It, 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 that's facts. Mm -hmm. And it all starts with that, that thought in your head, yep. right? Yep. And the universe only was, will only say yes. And I'm telling you, so true. In whatever thoughts you have, I don't care how big they are or how small they are, they will come to fruition. If you're in a bad spot, it's because that's what you're freaking thinking about every mother effing day. How can you be in a good spot? How, even if a good spot slaps you in the face, you're in such a bad spot mentally because you haven't taken control of your thoughts because you think you're a lazy POS because you're not getting to the gym and you're not doing a plunge and it was late at night so you went and got McDonald's and yeah, Hey, listen. Yeah, you are. You are. You are what you you are. Own it or change it. Own it or change it. You know, get on my team or get out of my way. Mm -hmm. That that's that's what you need to do with that terrorist in your head. So, dude, it's so good, so good. So I, I kind of wanted to to back up because we we got into your story mm -hmm. of the first accident, but I want you to touch more because you're killing it in the business Bro. game. Bro. You're an electrician, right? Yeah, yeah, this whole team, dude. It was massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Right? So tell good. us about that and yeah. the, the, the transition after that and how you've kind yeah. of got to where you are today. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I right out of high school, decided I want to be an electrician, going to the trades. Uh -huh. So I do four years of school, um, become a journeyman electrician, and start to uh, do a, run the service department for a company called Wright Alch Electric, and they're a union contractor. Well, I'm doing all this service work. I'm doing the billing. I'm collecting checks. I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm just like, I'm already doing this, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my own company. So uh, with Wright Alch's blessing, I go and start my own company, Titleist Electric. 
Okay, like the golf ball. Mm-hmm. Number one electrical contractor. That's what <laughs> that's we were, bro. Because you want something that people are going to remember. Right? Yeah. I mean, Matt Blanchard, I, I, it's something electric. <laughs> Titleist? Yeah, you're going to remember that. No, for that is good yeah. marketing right there. Right? So start Titleist Electric in 2000 and up in Salt Lake, killing it. Killing it. Because in the early 2000s, the, it, it was too easy. Uh, making more money than I deserved. Working hard, working from sun up to sundown, loving what I'm doing, loving the money, loving the houses, loving the cars, the bullet bikes, the Harleys, the dirt bikes, the camp trailer, all the all the stuff, all the stuff. So then in 2005, I decide, you know what? Things are booming in St. George, Utah. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to start another division. So I come down and our very first job was at the Standard Plumbing in Cedar City. And uh, then I get a little bit of work with the hospital, break into the good old boys down here. I'm doing some aunt's homes and doing, doing really freaking well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the peak, we're, we're running uh, 26 guys. So in between the two, Jeez. doing all commercial, very little residential. Because, you, you know, the high school kids get out. I can go do some residential. I couldn't compete. So that's the thing, too. So I learned I could not compete with the residential market. So I went another direction. You're going to get blocks in your life. And, and I, and I, so blocks, I'm a, I'm a runner. I, I'm fast as shit too, by the way, downhill for real. No, <laughs> uphill, not so fast. But it, when I was, when I was in junior high, you know, you, I'd run the hundred meter, the four by 100, the long jump and the high jump. And you, I would put my feet in these blocks to push off of at mm-hmm. the beginning of a race. So if you're blocked by something, go around the damn thing and use it to push off of whatever that block is. Like you can sit there and just bang your head against the wall, against that block. It ain't going anywhere. Figure out a way around it, over it, under it. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm killing it as title with Titleist Electric, killing it. Then the recession hits, start, starts to hit where the housing just went to the mm-hmm. toilet. Then I decided to roll my truck down the freeway and get paralyzed. So I ended up filing bankruptcy in 2010 on Titleist Electric. And along with that, I had to file personal bankruptcy. I did, I did, but I had already built, built it once. And so I'm building it again. Right. And so that's what I did. I just did it. In a di- I did, I'm not doing construction anymore. I just did it in another way. I mean, I'm walking, I'm talking, speaking, getting paid way better than as a, than an electrician, um, and doing what I f- love, affecting. Rather than building hospitals, bro, I'm I'm speaking to however many people you got on this podcast. The real mm-hmm. business has 30k. Yeah. I mean, every high school call anyway. So, killing it, living in Ubuntu, okay, because I surround myself with. The best people I could. People like Joe Levine with the Summit Athletic Club, my best friend. Mm. Love you, Joe. Um, my circle is tight, man. And my my circle, here you go. If you want to be a millionaire, surround yourself with millionaires. If you want to be a billionaire, make other people millionaires. There it is. Hmm. If you want to be a drug addict, so I got addicted to opiates. 
pain meds They're on accident. I didn't intend to, you know, mm. uh, get home, uh, Oxycontin, want to go to therapy, do, do therapy really hard and push this body. So at, at my peak, I was on 80 mil, so Oxy 80s three times a day, and then a drug called Roxycontin. And that's uh, basically Percocet 10s without Tylenol in it. Mm-hmm. And I would take 480 pills every two weeks, every every two freaking weeks. Wow. Yep. But that built up over time and it was prescribed, and not, but, but I became addicted. Yeah. And I'm an addict today, straight up. I will fight an addiction to opiates the rest of my life. I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. And the more people that know, the more people that can keep me accountable. So all you addicts out there, it's, it's, it's time. Stop. Stop. It's, it's stealing time away from your family, from your kids, from, from whatever sport you love or what your addiction is stealing your life. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Oh, but it's hard. I know we can do hard things. Surround yourself with people who know and believe in you and go to work. So that when you lose sight of that goal, which I did, especially com- com- oh, coming off narcotics is something else, bro. Mm. Um, yeah. Worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Ever. And, uh, but my family was there for me. My friends were there for me. My true friends. Um, my addict friends that when, when I was short, they'd give me pills. And when they were short, I'd give them pills. I was hanging around addicts, man. Mm. Doctors hang around doctors. My boy Ronnie Price plays in, played in the NBA. He hangs around NBA stars. Lawyers hang around lawyers. Addicts hang around addicts. So if you want to be a millionaire, go hang around millionaires. It, it's it's true. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting pattern. Yeah. Over and over again, man. You just become who you surround yourself. It's cliche saying, but it's true. It, right. It, it is. It's a fact, Holmes. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, you show me, seriously, you, you tell me all the things you want to be. The first thing I'm going to say, is, I want to see your crew. That's the first thing I'll ask you. Mm. And then if you want the blunt, honest truth, I will tell you what's up. I'll be like, yep, you got the right people. Yeah. Or there's no way in hell. Really? You're getting stoned every day with these fools? You're, you're, you're drinking or you're, you're not working on the weekends? You're partying on the weekends. You got to work on the weekends to get your future going. And if you're going to work, you better enjoy it. You better enjoy the grind, man. Mm-hmm. And if you're not enjoying it, like Kobe Bryant said, if you're, if you're wake up every morning and, and you've got to remind yourself to go and do this, that, and the other, and it's hard and it's a grind, you're probably doing the wrong thing. You got to love what you're doing. Like, like, Kane, you could have told me we're going to do this at 1 a.m. And I'd, I'd rocked it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because this is my jam. Yeah. I enjoy this. This is not, I, I, too, we can sit here and talk to you for three, four, oh, five. Oh, for real. It's, time just flies. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm doing good. I'm doing living in Ubuntu. So I can only become, all of us can only become the best version of ourselves by helping others become the best version of themselves. And by default, you'll become a better person. Mm-hmm. So get out of your way. Get out of your own way. Just get out of your way. Serve others, and others will serve you. Do, and, and when I say serve others, you're like, well, what, what, how? Smile at somebody. It's that simple. Everybody can do that. Bet that doesn't change your life. Make eye contact and smile. 
bet that doesn't change your life. So I'm doing great. My little girl, uh, 22 years old, getting married September 25th of 2021. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so she's a year and a half into her marriage now. And for 15 years, I went to therapy and pushed this body, dig in, dig deep, get it done. And regain the ability to walk with forearm crutches, put my wheelchair away. We practiced walking down the aisle so that I didn't trip her up, you know, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And and things are dialed in. February 12th of 2021, a drunk driver, I'm on I-15 heading down towards Mesquite. A drunk driver crosses the median, goes through a cactus and a, a big bush, takes out the front headlights of a Chrysler 300 and hits me head on at 120 miles an hour. Mm. And I was in my Ford truck in the slow lane at 80 on cruise control and saw a 200 mile an hour impact. So all you physics majors out there, you go ahead and figure that out. And instantly I was paralyzed again. And those 15 years of therapy, gone. My ability to walk my little girl down the aisle, gone. My ability to stand, gone. Something there in my truck, and I've got video footage. I'll send you some footage. Yeah, I got I got a dash cam, and um, the first thing I say is, "I'm all right. I'm all right." Well, first I'm like, "What? What the f was that?" And then, "I'm all right. I'm all right." But what had happened when she hit me? So she came across the median and cracked me kind of on an angle on the front. So the driver's side quarter panel. Uh-huh. And so her car, her Chrysler 300, kind of went underneath and pushed my engine up into the, into the cab. And it slammed me down where the brake and the, the gas are at. And I had a compound fracture of uh, my tib-fib on my left side. Bones just sticking out. Um, I'd fractured both femurs, both hips. Um, and L4. So the first the first time was a T12 compression burst. This time was an L4 compression burst. And lost the ability to do all that stuff that I'd worked 15 years on. Jeez. Just like I had to file bankruptcy on Titleist Electric. But I don't quit. I don't know how to quit. I do not know how to quit. And and my team doesn't know how to quit. And they so my little girl's wedding was amazing. Best day of my life, seriously. Better than my marriage, better than the, the day they were all born. So the way it worked was my oldest son walked my little girl down the aisle, man. And I was waiting at the, uh, there were some stairs and stuff, and I was waiting down at the bottom of the stairs, and he passed her off to me, and uh, he just kind of did a little twirl, and it was just she and I for a minute, and I passed her off to her husband. And, uh, you know, then the daddy daughter dance comes around and my little girl's a nurse. So she knows I got bring my wheelchair out to the middle of the dance floor. She's there and she picks me up by the, my, my, my butt and I'm just on her shoulder and go to my IG you'll, you'll cry. And I'm just on her shoulder and we're just doing the daddy daughter dances where she's swaying and she got me, man. She, she pulls me up to her level. Then, so only me. Brooklyn, her husband, and the wedding planner knew what was coming next. Her husband brings out a wheelchair and puts it behind Brooklyn. Brooklyn sits me down in my wheelchair and gets me all situated. 
than her husband. How's it hot in here? Because my eyes are going to start sweating. Her husband sits her down in, in, in the other wheelchair, gets her all situated, and we jammed out to Wiz Khalifa, bro. That's for real. It is. Go, go, go check it out. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's special. Yeah. Uh, in our family, we live. And we live, we live hard. We fight hard. And we love harder. I've been married to my wife for 28 years. Um, she's been my girlfriend since I was 15 years old. And marriage is tough. It's hard. It's hard. If it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be worth doing. Seriously. Just, just like with your trials, the paralysis has helped me become who I was supposed to be. Mm. Well, my... Like I said earlier, I killed it as a dad, man. I, and I'm still killing it as dad. I am not an amazing husband. Oh, straight up, just getting real with you. I need. I work on that every day. And there are some days where I'm like, yo, okay, you're better today. I'm better today than I was yesterday, that's for sure. Um, but not always. And this lady, this woman, Natalie, my girlfriend since 15, stayed through all this shit. I mean... And, uh, yeah, guys, your wives deserve better. Ladies, you deserve better. Be a queen. Be Demand to be treated like a queen. Talk to like a queen. Yeah. And, and men, I'll tell you what, if I see you disrespecting a queen, I'll put my foot right up your ass. Even though it's paralyzed, I'll put my foot right up your mm -hmm. ass. So live in Ubuntu. If, if, you don't, if you don't like the way your dad treated your mom, which I didn't, then change it. Yeah, but, you're in control. Yeah, you're in control. There's the other side of the coin again. Mm -hmm. And uh, every single challenge that you have is happening for you to help you become who you're supposed to be. Not You're not supposed to... Every challenge is just getting you ready and it's like going through the fire. It's it's hardening you with metal, you know? It's forging you into exactly. who you need to be. And, and how long you stay in the fire is up to you, man. How long you stay in it? Don't stop in hell. If you're in hell right now, don't stop there. Keep going. Keep freaking growing. Don't 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 stop there. Um success is hard. Success is lonely. You you have to be insanely passionate about whatever you're going because they're going to be haters there's going to be doubters mm -hmm. you're going to fail and then the haters and doubters come out of the woodwork so you've got to know this is my purpose this is what i'm going to do now don't be so don't be so tunnel vision that you don't you don't make make uh, adjustments along the way but don't lose sight of your goal or you know don't ever negotiate with non-negotiables mm -hmm. ever be careful what you what becomes a non-negotiable that you're willing to make a non-negotiable because if you don't stand up if you if you let yourself down you're going to destroy your self-esteem i promise mm -hmm. if you already struggle with self-esteem make your non-negotiables i will wake up at 6 a.m. start there i'll i'll plunge i'll ice plunge 3 times a week i'll read a book I'll smile. Mm -hmm. little I'll, by little. You know what I'm saying? Start out with mm -hmm. some little 
that that literally is a non-negotiable and work your way up i'm weird i'm like i'm i'm weird that way like if i Caden, if i say something that that's happening yeah oh i believe it yeah i'm that guy like you you give me assignment for something like we talked a little bit about some other people yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> You're gonna deliver. Uh, yep, yeah. I am. I will. I, I I will do my damnedest to to do what I say I will do. So here's a question that I'm curious about Talk with me. you. So now I sent this to you before. I asked this with mm. all my and dude, this this episode has been just full of gems, man. I've really enjoyed talking with you. It's been incredible. Like I could talk for hours. I know, and hours. Could, right? <laughs> I know. It's just it's amazing. But these last two questions are. They're kind of hard to answer because they, they go, go kind of deep, but we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I want you to envision like if you could prescribe anything to the entire world and they have to do it for 30 days, what would you have them do? They, it's, a, it's a non-negotiable in a way they have to do it, right? Mm -hmm. What are they doing for Matt? Two things. At the end of every day, be able to look that person in the mirror who's looking back at you and tell them I gave everything I had today. There was no more to give. I, I, that's what kept me sane. I, I didn't walk that day, but I gave it everything I had and your best is good enough. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or any, you know, so don't cheat yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. I did my best today at whatever the non-negotiable was. Whatever. I'm not saying your whole entire situation, your whole life, but pick something. And for me, I pick the hardest thing and I go to work on that thing. And I still do it every single night. I look at myself in the mirror and ask myself, did, did you have more to give in that area? And the answer is always no. I give my, mm. if I make that commitment, I give everything I have to that commitment every day. So I would, that, that's the first thing I would say, look yourself in the mirror and say, I gave everything I had today to, to blank. Second, fall in love with that person looking back at you, not in an arrogant way or fall in love with yourself, man. You're the only you. Nobody else can be you. Mm -hmm. So be you and be the best you. And then the next day, just be a little bit better. Like, think about that. I'm not even asking 1% better because over a course of a year, that's 360. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm talking, be a little bit better. And if you can, if you can look yourself in the mirror and a lot of people can't, man, it's weird to me. And I'll look myself in the mirror and I am handsome, man. I am, I'm gorgeous. I really am. And then my personality is game over. I got great teeth. I got a great smile. I, my, I, I, I'm built. I'm in shape. That's not arrogance. Dude, it, you can't, you can't cheat the way your body, uh, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. You can't buy that. So, and maybe that's the one thing you go to work on to become a little bit better. And that's maybe that's the one thing that you look in the mirror and say, I didn't have any chips today. And listen, I was 230 pounds. Right now I'm a buck 65. But I got in my chair, I got up to 230 pounds because 
Now, nothing against this company because I love me some swig. Okay. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, dirty bro. Dr. Pepper. Oh, the game dirt over. with coconut cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. bro. Game <laughs> over. And I would mess up two of those things oh, every yeah, single ounces. day. No soda now at all. No soda. Yeah, switch. No soda. So the first month that I just went off soda, 17 pounds. No gym, no nothing, no, but no soda, 17 pounds. No way. Uh, next month, I cut out chips. So no soda, no chips. So, and so what did I have instead of chips? I love chips. What? Have carrots or have, um, not zucchini, but uh, the green. Oh, celery? So, oh, that celery's <laughs> bomb too. Yeah. Okay. But just start substituting that bad that, that bad shit with, with good shit. Yeah. Start there. So anyway, I love myself. I love being me. I love what I do. I love the impact I have on people. I love my energy. I know I make a difference. I know I change lives. I know I stay committed to myself. So what are what do you know about you? Mm. And remember, the universe will only say yes. So what you know about you better be bomb. Write it down and read it every mm. freaking day. Every day. I am a good mother. I am a great friend. I am deserving. I am ready for success. I am willing. I am a light in the darkness. I make others successful. What are your I statements? Mm. And say them every day. So there you go. Get 1% better. Not even 1%. Get a little bit better every day. Look yourself in the mirror and know that I did everything in my power today to do that thing. Those are the two things. Boom. Yeah, I, I hope the listeners can feel the energy and the positivity behind that and the, the truthfulness because it is crazy the difference that your thoughts can make oh. in your life. And it just oh. goes into every single area of your life. And so I'm a huge advocate of that. So love those two truths. It's awesome. Everything starts with a thought, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's from, from your cell phone, your iPhone. Whoever thought, like me and my man, I don't know, Chris, how old, uh, how old are you? Yeah. Four, same, same age, okay. So we grew up watching Star Trek, and they would take these things, and they were able to look at somebody that's on another planet, okay, and, yeah. and communicate with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It, it, it I'm telling you, who would have ever thought that a, a car would run on a battery? Well, that guy went all freaking in. No doubt. So what's your passion? What's your impossible? What is your impossible, man? Mm. And go make it possible. Just attack it. Just yeah. Just attack it, man. Uh-huh. Go get it. Go get it. So good. So very last question. Talk to me, Goose. So it's, we got kind of what we're talking about already, this theme of visualizing. We're on our deathbed, right? Yep. So going back to that. I want you to imagine, Matt, that you are on your deathbed and everything you've done is completely erased. You know, every everybody you've spoken to, any books that you have written or will write, just totally wiped. All this podcast, gone. Okay. Everything about you is taken off of this earth besides two things. And these things are called the two truths, things that you know to be true because you've experienced them mm -hmm. and you've seen them make a difference in your life. What would those two truths be for you? That people will remember you by. Really simple. It's really simple, man. 
love yourself. Like you, yeah, I mean, everybody in, in this room knows, man, Maddie Blanche loves him, not in love with himself, but he loves himself because I do. This is not a Schrader of anything. Love yourself. Matt loved himself. And, and, and because he loved himself, others were able to love him and he was allowed, he was able to love others. Mm. So there's the first one. Love yourself. Matt loved himself. The second thing, he didn't know how to quit ever, not ever, never quit, never quit, fail, fail forward, learn, brush yourself off and look forward to failing again. That's where all and the funds in the journey. So that's. I, I believe that would be my legacy in, in, in two principles, love and never quit. Mm. Never freaking quit, man. Don't quit. Cause I, I'm going to go just a touch further. So in my second accident, I had a, uh, I had a uh, near death experience. We'll just call it a death experience. And what I experienced was, amazing so yo everybody after this is unfrigging real like unreal man unreal awesome and i'm bound by the english language i'm bound by this body i'm by, by this experience i can't explain it i didn't see anything it's just what i felt mm. and, and the feelings were so strong they were we don't anyway i won't go too far into that but what after what's after this is absolutely amazing amazing i don't have faith anymore if you're going through something and we're all going through something don't quit because if you take your life see when i speak we get raw if you take your life you're just going to be working on the same damn thing it's facts but the, but here's the difference after this, we're going back to eons. We're going back to always have been. Mm -hmm. We're going. We always have been. I know that's hard to wrap your head around. We always will be. We come down to this this uh, experience, and we can't remember what was before, because we have eons of information. We eons, bro. <laughs> And if we if we were to bring some of that information down, it would ruin this experience. Yeah. So now, in this earthly experience, we're we're given a hundred years. Let's say a hundred years. Think of all the lessons you learn in this hundred years, all the pain, all the growing, all the triumphs, all the exalt, everything. Right good to bad and everything in between in a hundred years and you get to take that information and share that information for eons mm -hmm. if I'm struggling with addiction and I'm an addict and I think you know what I I can't do it I'm gonna I'm just gonna OD and guess what's waiting for me and instead of it taking five years, three years, two years, a month, whatever, a month, think about that. Uh, eons, we literally are down here for a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So, so when we mourn those who have lost, we've lost and died, bro, we're there. We're back with them that fast. Like they're chilling. Trust me. They're chilling. So take this opportunity. If you're in pain, lean into the pain. Don't run from pain. Understand it. Do you know how, what I'd give to feel pain on my, on my lower legs, on my mm-hmm. toes? What's that? Bro, that'd be a game changer. Yeah. To feel pain, but I can't. So I get, I get burns and I break things mm. and I, pain is your freaking friend. Smack your thumb with a hammer. Tell me you don't feel alive. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you learn. I don't want to smack my hand with a ha- hand with a hammer anymore. Pain lets you know you're alive. Pain lets you know when to stop. Okay, I got to stop because if I keep going, uh, lifting, I'm going to hurt myself or dirt bike, whatever it is. Okay, pain lets me know, okay, I got to stop. Pain lets me know when there's more left. And pain lets me know I'm alive. Mm. Don't run from pain. Lean into it. Cow, bro, we could talk all day. My little girl has a broken heart. She's in high school and her husband broke up with her. She's in, in her bed, boobing and bawling. Hey, ladies, this is for you. And I mean, talking snot bubbles, you know, in fetal position and oh, dad, what am I do? you know, mm-hmm. and I just jumped in bed with her and I cuddled her. I used the big spoon. She's a little spoon. And I'm like, sweetheart, I am so glad you're hurting so much. <laughs> what, what, dad? So that when your little girl has a broken heart, you understand. Mm. So if you've got a broken heart right now, lean into it, man. Don't run from it. What do you have to learn? What's the lesson to learn? What challenge are you going through right now? You want to get through it? Lean into it. What's the lesson to learn? And guess what? Then move on to the next one. That's what life's all about, man. That's what I always say. It's like our infinite potential lies just outside of our comfort zone. And so that's what I try and do every day. And it, it's so hard. But when you feel uncomfortable, when you're getting a little bit scared, I try and tell myself, okay, just lean into it. Just just go with it. Right. Because that's where my infinite potential, it's right there. I'm so close. And it's just lean into it, dig in, dig deep, like you're saying. So. Yep. Get it done. And, and Caden, you're doing it, bro. Like, I, I'm so impressed. You're so young. And um, never quit, bro. Whatever you're going to be, don't ever quit. Mm. And you're going to get your ass kicked. Good. Yeah. You just text me, oh, Matty Blanche, I got my ass kicked today. <laughs> you're right, you're like, right on. What are you learning, bro? What are you learning? That's yeah. what I want to know. Oh, totally. You're going to be what you're going to be. So, uh, it, kill it. it it's it. I, you're a little bit uncomfortable coming in here. I'm telling you, when I get those other speakers that we we're talking about coming in here, they're just a man. Yeah. They're just a woman. They've got problems, same as you and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, from the president of the United States to the guy in the prison cell, bro. Same, same. We're all people. Control your attitude and control your effort. Those two things always. So, dude, this has been awesome. I appreciate your time. How can my listeners support you? Maybe they want to book you to speak or follow your... You got to go right now on your phone. Follow (laughs) Matt, dude. He reminds me of David Goggins, just all these motivational (laughs) videos. So how do they follow you? How can they support you? Yeah, please. I really would. I would really... and. Not so much for me, but for you. That's the thing. For real. Go to Maddie Blanche 3 on Instagram. M-A-T-T-Y 
B-L-A-N-C-H, and then the number three. You'll see me in a wheelchair, um, and I'm doing like this pose thing. Go follow me. Go like what I'm, like, comment, share. I'm trying to build something here to help change the world. I only want to change the world, you know? And I can't do it alone. So I would ask all your listeners, why not? Why not? He's a badass, sure. And you're going to love everything. My, my, you can go to Facebook, and I'm just under Matt Blanchard. M-A-T-T, and then B-L-A-N-C-H-A-R-D. And then I have a nonprofit. It's Today's First Step. So Today's First Step on uh, Facebook as well. And what that nonprofit does is helps people with Today's First Step. And Today's First Step is different for everybody. Whether you need hand controls, a wheelchair, um, cancer treatment, you don't have, you don't have insurance. Um, we provide hope to a hopeless situation. So mm-hmm. go follow me. Go, go like, comment, and share. Get this message out and let's change the world. That's all I want to do. Absolutely, man. It's my goal as well. So go check out Matt. Once again, appreciate your time. And this is Caden Terry, and this has been the Psychology of Success. This has been the Psychology of Success. I invite you to pick one golden nugget that you'd like to apply in your life. Share this episode with a friend on social media and tag me at 11kato. Subscribe and leave us a review. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode because I love hearing from you guys and what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram with your questions about business or anything we've talked about. Now it's time to get to work. Here's to actualizing our infinite potential one day at a time. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.